Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. <laughs> we're letting you in on what girls really talk about. Oh, right. Now here are your hosts, Franny and Megan. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. This is your girl Franny, and of course, the better half of Pillow Talk. I got Megan right across from me. You better stop. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Franny. Hi, and we thank you so much for tuning in, whether you are listening on Real Radio 921 or 1017, or of course, that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. Listen, if this is your first time tuning in and you're like, man, I haven't heard about this show. I want to know more about it. How did it start? Well, you can go all the way back to episode one because you can find us on that iHeartRadio app. Just search for Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. You're going to see it. It's a cute little neon pillow (laughs) with our names right underneath. You're going to click on it and you can find, I don't know, maybe when I know 12 episodes. I think we're on episode 12. We should get it together because we (laughs) We we, we said we were going going to count every episode and here we are struggling at 12 but I think that you're right Franny I think this is episode 12 episode 12 of pillow talk with Franny and (laughs) Megan and this isn't the only thing we're struggling with in life is counting (laughs) um you'll hear once we get through some situations whether it's some of our own or you listen we have so many ways that you can get in touch with us on social media you can dm us Megan how can they get in touch oh it's very 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 simple Franny so we have our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our handle is all the same. It's at pillowtalkpodcast.fm, but it's our Instagram where we tend to get our DMs. Mm-hmm. Now, in case you're not savvy with the lingo, it is direct messages, meaning you can slide in our inboxes and we will get your messages and we love to be interactive with you guys. So feel free to send over any questions, like Franny said, if there's something that's going on with your life maybe a friend's life, family member, if there's something you've always wanted to know about women, if there's something you want to know about Real Radio, the iHeartRadio family, we are available to you. That's at PillowTalkPodcast.fm. Perfectly said. And if you do listen, Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan, we are an hour podcast and we always get in the second half into your DMs. That's Mm -hmm. where we try to help you out on whatever kind of life situation it is. And we normally have some pretty juicy stuff. Some of it kind of leaves us like, (laughs) this is a toughie, but we will do our best to send you on the right path. Mm -hmm. So Megan, I know we, you know, sometimes have little run-ins every now and then with each other, but typically over the weekend we like to play like a little catch up um i know that you guys had a birthday party this weekend that you went to and a few little things anything exciting um you know it was just kind of one of those weekends where we got to catch up with friends that we haven't seen in a little while which is always nice to do from time to time i was um i was joking around and saying that it was a lot of my husband's friends it was a good um friend of ours a mutual friend his birthday and then the next day it was our friend's 
son's first birthday. Okay. So a little change of pace the yes. next day. Yes, from adult to baby. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after the baby fell asleep, they kind of threw like a rager. So it was like a first birthday on roids. And I was joking because I felt like my husband turned into like one of the little kids at a certain point. Yeah. Like he's running around with his friends and like the backyard got all like muddy because they had one of those like big blow up water slides. And so I'm watching him run around in the backyard after like, oh, gosh, only knows maybe 12 seltzers or something. And I'm like, oh, I say only 12 seltzers. Like to us, we're like only to other people out there. We're like, man, I'd be dead if I drank 12 seltzers. I know. And and I'm serious. Like (laughs) most people would. But I think after like eight hours of like drinking games and running around in the sun, I don't I wasn't counting. But if I had to make like a guess, um, but he was having a good time. Good. So it was it was a good weekend. Now. Granny, you started to tell me that you had a very interesting weekend in downtown West Palm. I did, yes. So if you are not aware, we live in South Florida and specifically in like the West Palm Beach area, Palm Beach County. And the downtown part for us, the place where all the bars and lounges and restaurants and clubs, it's Clamata Street, downtown Mm -hmm. West Palm Beach. And it has been ages since I've been down there. It has been a long time. I just, you know, I mean, there's a point where I guess maybe you just, you know, buy a house and get married and kind of just venture around your own little bubble, your small little hood. And, And that kind of going out brunching like you are maniac for eight hours is like not what I do anymore. It was. No, 100%. And it was fun, um, but it can get exhausting. And more so when you realize you got to wake up Monday morning and go to work. That Sunday fun day, like Monday sucks. Yeah, it's rough. I feel like I used to like live at those like downtown brunches. And then it was like Fast forward, all of a sudden, I'm like, I can't anymore. Uh-uh. Like, my liver can't handle these Sundays. Nope. So I went from 39 years old to about, uh, like, 25 in a matter <laughs> of hours. And I decided I was going to play the part of the younger Franny when I used to do that stuff. So I have a sister in town from Georgia. Oh, nice. And she specifically came in town for, like, a quote-unquote girls weekend. Mm-hmm. And we hung out Saturday a bit, but I work Friday night. So Sunday was a real day to hang out. And her and one of my girlfriends stayed the night, Sunday night. They got a hotel room, downtown West Palm. And so the whole plan was to brunch and then from brunch started at 1130 Mm -hmm. to bounce around until dinner time. And then we were going to go. Yeah, that was the plan. Adventurous. Brunch at Elizabeth's, (laughs) dinner at Meat Market. So whatever was to happen in between those two, Mm -hmm. it was just up to us. However, we wanted to, you know, spend our time. Life on the edge. I like it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So if you're not familiar, Meat Market is a very expensive high-end Palm Beach Island Steakhouse. Yeah. So also trying to keep it together where, you know, you're not a blank storm walking into a nice establishment <laughs> on Palm Beach Island. So we ended up doing this and we go and we're, you know, downtown and and it was it was a nice brunch. It was. But us Good. girls, when we get together, we tend to act like a bunch of fraternity guys. Like we're just like, yeah, I get it. We're cute, prim and proper, very put together, wearing our best outfits. And, and then a chugging couple, mimosas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After a few mimosas and it's just like, oh, my God, everybody's looking at us. Why are we so loud? And um, so but that was the most interesting part. It was it's, it was fun. It's always fun to have a girl's day every now and then. But I was telling Megan the most interesting part was something that I have never witnessed before. And we live in a state where medical marijuana is legal. Right. All right. We're, we're, we're not recreational yet in Florida. Not quite. You would have thought we were. So... <laughs> 
um, we're walking out and we're, you know, trying to find the next place we're going to after brunch. And I hear all this loud music and commotion. And we're like, oh, what is that? And you see a crowd outside of this. Um, there's brewery outdoor. And it was very interesting because when you think brewery, you don't think drag show. No, not typically. No, you Mm-mm. don't. So we walk over and six foot three something beautiful drag queen on a microphone lip syncing and doing all kinds of splits and handstands just like yeah I mean the makeup better than I could ever put on myself (laughs) just incredible so I'm just you know I'm intrigued and I'm like watching this and I'm like this is so exciting I never get out of the house (laughs) (laughs) so we go out there and and then all of a sudden out of nowhere this guy who I don't I, I don't want to say homeless I don't know but he looked like he could uh, you know maybe maybe be and another reason why it made me think so at the time so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confused and you'll figure out why I'm confused whether or not he was so the reason I thought maybe at the time because there is somewhat of a, a little bit of an issue down in that area with homelessness I would agree and a couple of years ago, Megan, I don't know if you heard that it was on the news that there's this whole outside area um, by the waterfront mm-hmm. and their idea to get the homeless people from they were sleeping over there and they have this new beautiful big glass building that they have yeah. events at and stuff and they were all sleeping around it. So their idea <laughs> to get rid of them from that area was to play baby shark on a loop. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Over and over again to just drive them out or make them crazy. That would work for me yeah. 100%. Like, if you're trying to get me out of my house, just play Baby Shark over and over and over again. Oh, my gosh. How did I not I know. This? So that was an actual thing. And I <laughs> I never went to venture downtown. I talked about it, I think, on on, um, on the radio show on the penthouse. And um, and so we talked about it. But I never went to experience it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, let me go see what they're doing. <laughs> um, so... Uh, so the reason why I thought this guy maybe is because people are throwing money at these drag queens, kind of like if you go to an adult entertainment place, you know, for their talents. Right, exactly. And this one guy comes running through, and he's running through, and he's just snatching up all the money that's getting thrown. And so people are like, what? And then the security guy, like, tried to go and, like, grab him. And yeah. the guy was, like, just too fast and slick, and he just kept on running. But this guy's carrying a large garbage bag like one of those big black garbage bags like maybe it had his belongings and that was my thought right Mm -hmm. so i'm like all right yep definitely homeless he's trying to steal money from drag queens he's got his stuff in his (laughs) bag and then a couple minutes later he comes back and you can see everybody's like "Uh uh-oh he's back you know because they didn't want him there because he was stealing their money but then this time he's back and he puts his hand in his garbage bag and we're like "Ah, what's he gonna do and then he just grabs handfuls at the time what i thought were grass clippings. I was like, what is this guy doing? He's like, just putting grass clippings making all over the rain. place. Just making it rain grass. Or, <laughs> it was so weird. Or weeds. It was just, so, and like weeds, like not weed weed, like weeds. And so I'm like, what is happening? So then we get a little closer and then I walk around the corner and I notice there's a, there's a trail of it, of this greenery. Okay. And I go and I'm like, is that, is that marijuana? <laughs> My girlfriend and I go and I pick it up and it's a bud, mm-hmm. it's a little nug, and I pick it up and I smell it, and I'm like, sure as hell, that is marijuana. Now it could have been CBD, maybe, maybe I don't know. They kind of, you know, they have similar smells yeah. or two, but this was like, look like this straight up was homegrown weed. Brandon, did you smoke it? No. <laughs> so when I was telling Megan a bit of the story, I was just like. 
Now, would you have smoked it? <laughs> and Megan's like quick answer was like, I probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of disgusting, and I just want to know if it if it's good or not. So I held on to it. Uh-huh. I held on to this one nug for a good amount of time. But first of all, there's groups of people. They see me picking it up. My girlfriend, like, <laughs> we're like, like, no, let's take pictures. Um, and they're like, what is that? We're like, it's weed. They're like, it's weed. And then you just see all these people coming and grabbing it. I'm sure. So you're not on an island alone. It looked like all these people were going to smoke this this ground weed. <laughs> Yay, homeless people marijuana. Yay. So that was the thing. So I'm holding it for a while, and I'm just like, oh. And then I'm going, man, it's cool. But but I don't know where it came from. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's anything on it, what happened to it. Things People are very shady these days You're when right. it comes to anything, right? Yeah. Like, drugging happens all the time. People love to lay stuff, you know? Like, it's just, so right. I, right. I was a good girl. I mean, I we got our medical marijuana card. If we I want to get yeah. stuff that's legit, we probably should. Too. Then, yeah, probably then, don't. Then don't streak street. Don't don't smoke street weed. The moral of the story here <laughs> on Pillow Talk with Brandy and Megan today is: do not smoke street no. weed. You don't know where it came exactly. from. Exactly. Get your medical marijuana card and go get the good perfect, stuff. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> no street weed. And listen, we are not condoning drug behavior either. We're not. So if you need it medically, then go right ahead and do your thing. Um, but yeah, I just uh, don't take street. Uh, don't take um, drugs from strangers too. That's another good moral yeah. of the story. Always. I mean, like yeah. no, no, no. I mean, I mean, never, never, never. take. Mm-mm. Always keep that in mind. Yes. Never take drugs nope. from strangers. Nope. Even if it looks like good drugs. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Being serious. Children don't take candy from strangers either. Yeah. Because it could have drugs in it. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Franny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to switch things up a little Switching bit. Switching gears. I know <laughs> yeah. it's hard to go from street weed to uh, next. To the next uh, yes. thing here. But I had a bit of a revelation okay. over the weekend regarding a really close friendship of mine or one that I guess I've always considered to be really close. And I found myself sitting and pondering on this situation this weekend. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to save it for the show. I'm going to ask Franny. So here's the thing. I have a friend that I've been um, a girlfriend. We've been friends for a long time. We used to be really, really close. We would see each other more. Um, at the time, we were kind of working together. Mm-hmm. So we were seeing each other all the time. But you know how it is. And I'm not, um, I'm not a perfect communicator. I will completely admit, you know, it's like since I've I've gotten married, you know, you see people less. Your yeah. priorities change a little bit. And so I am in no way saying, you know, I'm great at keeping in touch with all my friends because I'm not. I think that, like, I've texted you a couple times and been like, sorry, squirrel. Um, <laughs> like two days later. <laughs> like two days later. That's actually pretty good. I mean, like, I'm two, I'm a two week later sometime yeah. gal. And it's not good. It's not a good habit. I'm guilty of the same thing for sure. Yeah. It just, you know, there's extenuating circumstances. However, I have this girlfriend. And like I said, we, we used to see each other a lot more. We don't see each other very much now. However, I feel like every time that we have seen each other in the past, year and a half two years it's all been my invitations my doing you know my reaching out um are you guys um in close proximity to each other like she lives local she is we live about 45 minutes apart so it makes it even harder because it's not like really you can run around the corner Mm -hmm. and meet up quick for coffee I mean it's one of those things that we actually need to make plans for but like I said you know I've, I've had a handful of events um you know locally here and I've invited her to come be a part of them. I've tried to put together girls' nights. I've invited her out for my birthday. And it just Well, seemed, in advance, where yeah. she would have time to put this on her calendar. Yeah. And then, you know, I get it. You can't make it to everything. Life happens. But there, there was times where I would, you know, invite her for something. And then I would see that she was out later on her Instagram with other people. So mm-hmm. it's like, 
you're not necessarily busy. It kind of just seems like you're not willing to put forth the effort in our, our friendship anymore. And I mean, it's bad. Like no text back. Yeah. Doesn't show up to things. Doesn't even really make excuses at this point. And so I'm kind of wondering, why am I holding on to this friendship? And I feel like it's because we've been friends for so long. And I don't know if I feel like I'm throwing away those years of friendship. But I feel like it's more taxing on me now trying to keep up this relationship with her. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. And, you know, I'm I'm going through the same thing. Um, You know, I probably haven't been friends as long as you have with this with this girl in my situation. Mine is a friendship that we started maybe like five or six years ago, but we got really close really fast. That's kind of our situation as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we spent a lot of time with each other. You know, she's one who got me into Spartan races, which I absolutely love now Mm -hmm. and uh, and and so I'm, I'm very grateful for a lot of things that came out of our friendship. Definitely. But there was a point, too, where I was, you know, always the one, you know, extending the invite and reaching out. And then there was always so many like, no, 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 can't make it, can't make it. But then seeing that she was doing other things. Right. And really the only thing that happened is, you know, we lived in the um, in the same complex. It was in West Palm. We lived in like condos oh, twice. Okay. Happened to. And just uh, just ironically enough, the first one, we knew each other's acquaintances. Then the second time around. I moved to a place and she was there and it was like, holy crap, look at us living in the same place back yeah. to back. And then that's when we, excuse me, when we started becoming close again. And so, um, so it was easier for us clearly, right? To right. see each other. Mm-hmm. And then I moved and like, I moved to the gardens area, which isn't that far from West Palm. It's like a nice 10, 15 minute drive. Right. That. Mm-hmm. And then she moved to Jupiter and you would think, well, okay, cool. We're kind of back close to each other again. But I really think it was that constant not seeing each other, starting a new life. Mm-hmm. She met some new people. And it is what it is. But I, it was just the point where, you know, there's only so many times you can put yourself out there. And so right. many times you can get the rejection. And so many times that they, you know, don't want to go out. That I finally was just like, it's just not worth it anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, relationships, right? You shouldn't be, whether it's a, a friendship or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, like, it shouldn't be that taxing. Right. I know that they're not always easy. I know that there's work to put in both sides, but it's so yeah. funny. When you were telling me about, about your girlfriend, I even, like, I was like, you know what? I want to look up friends, right? I want to look up the definition because right there in the definition, it tells you whether or not you should let go of this quote unquote friendship, right? Wow. Okay. Because it says a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. Yeah. And that right there is the to me that key word, that term, mutual yeah. affection. And if it's not mutual, then is it worth it? Is it like saying, you know, I'm gonna throw away my friendship that I've made with her for a handful of years? No. Like I I'm 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 not mad. I just understand that some people move on. Right. And if we catch up one day, we'll catch up one day. Like mm-hmm. you and and you know, and your girlfriend. Uh but your case, I don't I think I would just be like, all right, I'm just I'm just done putting forth the effort. Yeah. If we catch up one day, then we do. But it's not gonna be a priority right now because clearly you don't feel the same. Right. And and recently um even just to, you know, kind of close this out. I had another yeah. girlfriend who were, you know, we're all mutual friends. And she was like, it's not just me, right? Like you notice that she's uh-huh. particularly hard to get a hold of. Kind of just seems like she doesn't care. But then to know her, it's like, I don't, it, it's weird. You know, it's like you you make excuses for somebody almost like you said. Yeah. All, you know, friendships are relationships too. And so us putting in the same effort. I mean, I almost have been thinking about it like that. I'm like, man, if I was in a relationship with this chick, 
I would have I would have ditched her by yeah. now for you know the lack of communication and not being you know giving me the mutual mm-hmm. respect and things of that nature. Um, but I feel like that there's no way that we are the only people that have dealt with a situation like this. Maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, you guys sound like you're describing my friendship with yep. so and so or a, a family member, like you said, Franny. Um, it's it's you know a cousin, a brother, a sister, something like that. And again, we invite you to present any um, similar examples or questions that you may have for Franny and I, and you can slide in our DMs at pillowtalkpodcast.fm. Yeah, like anything, as I mentioned, I think that if it's just too much work and if it's too hard and if it's too much stress in your life, Mm it doesn't matter what it is, just let it go. (laughs) Because it does, and that stuff can take a toll on you. And, and, you know, I mean, I'm sure this person's a great person, and, you know, and but like you said, if it was a dude and you guys were dating, Mm -hmm. they probably would have been long gone. Right, exactly. Yep. Know your boundaries, even with your friends. Exactly. And you know what? They can still be there in your life and remain a friend, but you don't have to seek about. And you know what's going to happen is once you start um, not getting in touch, that's when she's going to be like, what happened to Megan? How come she doesn't invite me anymore? Mm -hmm. You're 100% (laughs) right. I'm waiting for it. So I'll let you know when I start getting those text messages. Yes, (laughs) please do. So I have something I want you to see if you can click on it. I sent a link and I'm going to see if I can get this up because we do have a blog, by the way. Not only can you get in touch with us via our social media, which is pillowtalkpodcast.fm on Instagram. That's where we check our direct messages, our DM, um, but also Facebook and Twitter, but you go to realradio921.com, and that is the radio station that is home to Megan and myself, our shows. <laughs> yes. It is on call with Dano, Megan, and Nutter. They are from 3 to 7, Monday through Friday, and I'm on a show called The Penthouse from 9 to 1. And uh, we do have a blog, so realradio921.com slash pillow talk. And then if you go there, you can see things that we put up so far. You know, we like to kind of keep it entertaining, mm-hmm. videos, articles, stuff like that. So I'm going to see if I can get this one up there, if I can find a way to embed it. Sounds good. But so they call it like um, it's a personality test, but it's basically this picture that they posted. And when you look at this picture, there's a few images you see in it. Okay. And I know what I saw the first time mm-hmm. I scrolled at it, right? So yeah. they ask you the question, what do you see first? And when I look at it, the first thing I saw was a gorilla. But there's also a tree image. There is a lion image. There's birds in the picture, too. I just noticed there's fish down at the bottom of this. And yeah. I just noticed that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw it. But yeah. I I saw the tree initially. Okay. So this personality test, and, and it's based on, this is like a, it's a personality optical illusion. And it's designed specifically, which I find very weird how the mind works and how mm-hmm. they put stuff like this. Agreed. So it's designed specifically to help you figure out what men think when they see you for the first time. Okay. Right? So right. they said, like, you know, all you have to do is simply look at this image. And we're doing a little theater of the mind right now. So when you look at it, you're going to see a tree. And on the tree, if you look closer on both sides, um, where the gaps are from the leaves in the trunk, it looks like there is an image of a gorilla's face and then a lioness. And they're facing each other where the trunk of the tree would be. And then there's birds. And then as <laughs> Megan noticed, there's fish, which is new to me. So if you keep on looking at this. So when you look at it, pay close attention to the first thing that you see that pops out at you. And then the claims are is what you see first reveals the way that men really feel about you the first time that they see you. Eesh, okay. Yes. Maybe we should, 
knowing that our husbands or, you know, maybe some other male personalities yeah. in our life, like our co-hosts, yes. given that they don't know that we're having this conversation <laughs> currently, we could show them the very same picture and see yeah. if these things kind of link up. I don't know. So I am curious to see, and that's a good idea, a little experiment with the husbands, because you saw a tree first. And when I read what the tree says, I don't think it goes with you. Okay. I think that you are not unassuming. And so this is what it says, right? If you see the tree first. Okay. It says, if you saw the tree when you looked at the image, the first thing men think when they see you, not a thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like and this. this is what I'm saying. They say that's because you sneak up on people. Boo. A man, <laughs> you're like a little ninja. A man might see you in a crowd and totally look over you. So, by the way, if you've ever seen Megan, you're going to be like, all right, this is the most worst personality test I've ever read. So, so that's not because you aren't fly and hot and awesome. I'm okay. It's because you keep a low profile. Now, it says, don't sweat it. First impressions have been made into a bigger deal than we all know that they really are. So that is this, this is, to me, I'm like, all right, this is a bunch of fooey. Because if you've seen Megan, um, which you can see on our social media, you would be like, oh, I don't think that's the case. I mean, Megan well, is afraid you. to go to a gas station because she gets hit on all the time. That's not even in a crowd. She's standing at a pump by herself. <laughs> well, th thank you. Yeah. This is confusing to me. Okay, now, you said you saw the gorilla, yes, right? Yes, yes. Okay. The gorilla was the first thing I saw when I looked at this picture. Okay, yes. so let's find out what it says yes. that men think about you, okay? If you saw the gorilla first and you looked at the image, then the first thing that men think when they look at you is, damn, and you're right, Franny. I first looked at you and said, damn. Okay, they don't know whether or not they want to marry you or turn around and run as fast as they possibly can. It's the latter. <laughs> It's a ladder. They want to run. They want to run. Okay. Yes. I, I, don't, I doubt that. But oh, my God. That's because you give off an intense sense of power, strength, and confidence everywhere that you go. Don't change a thing about who you are. Just be aware of what you put out into the universe. Well, I like yours. Uh, yes, it's fun, but I don't know if it's me either. I just, you know, I don't. Yours totally is not you. I, I just, I don't see it. By the way, okay, because there's tree, there's birds, there's no fish. So I wonder if you see fish first, what that means, because it's not on there. You're right. I know, I know. But if we'll you, make up our own. If you saw the lioness, right? If we're going to get this up on our social, if you saw the lioness first, when you looked at this image, the first thing men think when they they see you is that you're a woman with a secret to hide. Ooh. They find you alluring and interesting and they will naturally make their way to you eager to find out more information about this unique creature who has emerged out of the night <laughs> come into their lives. Wow. Yes. I wish I would have seen this lioness. This right? one sounds more fun. Right? It's mysterious is what it is. They, that, that's what they say, but you're more mysterious and they want to try to figure you out. So you're totally not a tree. <laughs> I don't get that. That makes absolutely no sense. Um, because I'm sure when people see you, the first thing that they think that what they claim is not a thing, that is not the case, but we will get that up for you. You tell us bird, lioness, tree, gorilla, <laughs> you can seek it out by the time you are listening to pillow talk <laughs> with Franny and Megan. This will be up. We'll put it on our social pillow talk podcast.fm on Instagram, as well as Facebook and Twitter. And then we'll get you on that blog too as well. That's realradio921.com slash pillow talk. You can find us right there. Super easy. Little hamburger thing. You're going to click on it and you're going to find Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan.
Yes, ma'am. And um, it's about that time we need to take a break, step away, and pay our fantastic advertisers, who we love so much. But when we get back, again, we have a DM that we need to answer. So we're going to be hearing from you guys and giving our opinions. And then we have just noticed, Franny, even kind of casual conversation, that there's just been a huge shift in the modeling industry Uh in recent years. And so with the release of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, this 2021 edition that comes out, we're going to talk about some of the new models that are on the market. So stay tuned. Stay right where you are because we'll be right back with more Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more Pillow Talk right after this short break. This is Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. (laughs) We're letting you in on what girls really talk about. Oh, yeah. Now here are your hosts, Franny and Megan. Welcome back to Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. I'm Megan, and of course, I couldn't do this without my better half and the the sexier half of this show today. Oh, stop it. We've already discussed how disgusting I am. I was going to smoke the street weed, Franny. You were going to smoke street weed, you're right. <laughs> All right, and if, if you are just now tuning in to Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan, maybe you are listening on 92.1 or 101.7 if you are in the Treasure Coast. Or that absolutely free iHeartRadio app where I have more good news. You can get all of the episodes of Pillow Talk. Uh, Just line them up one after the other. Download them. Pour yourself a bottle of wine. I said a bottle. And enjoy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We don't just do that glass thing. What are you talking about? What an intro. I'm just sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We are just starting strong. Listen, peeling back the onion of Megan. It is what it is. Just kidding. I I like bottles of wine, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're not here to judge, okay, people? Absolutely not. But really quick, as you mentioned, um, on our social media, we are going to get into a little Sports Illustrated swimsuit action. But if you listened last week to our pillow talk with Franny and Megan, we were talking about some food hacks, some fun food hacks. And I got to try this out. So, Megan, our girl Kara hit us up on our DMs, and she was telling us about this. Um, it's like a tortilla hack. It's a Ooh. food hack. And she was like, have you seen the tortilla hack? I totally use this hack with all sorts of ingredients. And I love it. She said, hope you can use it. I will totally do it. I've seen it before, but I haven't tried it out yet. Yeah. Um, I follow this girl. Well, it's Meg, not Megan. Got it. But there's this girl (laughs) called Ain't Too Proud to Meg, I think. Okay. And she is a charcuterie expert like she makes the most beautiful boards ever and i'm obsessed and she does videos and reels and all this stuff i like that the first time i saw that tortilla hack was with her oh right and it's kind of like where you cut it like three or four right the tortilla the round tortilla and then you can put like different like toppings on each quarter Mm -hmm. and then it makes it super easy to fold and press yeah there is that there's this way to like fold it so that all the layers stack on top and it's like perfect apparently. Again, mm-hmm. I've never tried it either. Yeah. But thank you for the suggestion and the video, Kara, because I think I might even try this tonight. For sure. And um, that one, and then we did the pasta chips one, which I did make, by the way. Yeah, and how and are they? they were duh. Delicious. Ooh. So good. Okay. I did like um I did garlic powder and parmesan cheese. Mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I, I need 
need you to little, send me that. A little salt on it, uh-huh. like a little, and just kind of like tossed it. And if you want, you can dip it in marinara sauce. So, oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. hungry already just I, talking about this. I know. I love that we're um, going from talking about stuffing our face to swimsuits. Yes. Speaking of that <laughs> summer bod we've hey, been else. working on. <laughs> um, Far hardly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, and again, um, a, a great way to keep in touch with us um, where we got that DM from Kara is at pillowtalkpodcast.fm. And just next, we are going to be getting into another DM. But first, you are right. Uh, we are going to talk some some Sports Illustrated 2021 Swimsuit Edition. Yes. Now, they've, uh, they've broken all kinds of barriers. And it's funny is that it was their initial uh, model search that – kind of prompted our conversation amongst ourselves, Franny, and we were talking about the um, the 57-year-old model who's like the oldest and shortest model to ever walk yep. the Sports Illustrated runway, and her name was Kathy Jacobs. Yep, Kathy Jacobs, 57 years old, 5'3", which in model, you know, terms typically like those, I know, runway super, I think that 5'8", five, 5'9", five, right, is like the shortest you can be, or at least back in the day. Yeah, there's some markets, like some brands where 5'7", mm-hmm. is their minimum, okay. and that was kind of my hack to do some runways because I'm about 5'6", just mm-hmm. barely over, um, but not quite 5'7". And so if I put on like a decent pair of heels before I went to a modeling audition, I stood a chance at kind of just getting in in the five seven category but typically i mean even like five nine is really where high fashion starts yeah and that's you know that's what you always thought of right so with supermodels tall thin Mm -hmm. they have they just have that look but it looks like these days that we're kind of getting away from that and i really think that social media has helped a lot too these influencers you know the way that people look i think even and i hate to see it but even like the kardashians have kind of changed the way of what beauty should look like they have curves before it was very like what they're like wafy looking right like everybody was super thin and um and megan knows better than i do because she is still in the modeling industry and you've done modeling yourself but you did a lot of fitness modeling so you guys were all like in that kind of shape right like you were toned and fit it wasn't super skinny it was about like looking lean and strong right now when I had first gotten into the modeling industry I mean with number one with my height it automatically put me into a certain category where I wasn't really like I said I wasn't qualifying to do high fashion yeah but there's still very much like commercial modeling and there's very much a market still for um, shorter models um, but even when I started, I mean, I, I wasn't tall enough. I was a little bit too curvy. Oh, you got a booty girl. Well, thank you. Yes. It's the Italian um, part. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Some <laughs> girls try to work hard in a gym to get a butt like that. Oh, uh, mine's fueled by pasta. I mean, I'll just be honest. <laughs> I don't even work that hard. I should work harder on it. And maybe it would be nicer if I did. So um, many people going, I hate you. I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I hate you. I got to get, I got to get fat from my sides, put, like pulled out and put in my butt. That's the latest thing where they get like um, excess fat from their body and just right in their buttocks. I know a girl. Actually, I think that I introduced her to you at some point at a party that we were at, but she did that. And it looks pretty good. It's I hard know, to be mad too. at. Mm-hmm. And and I'm and I've always looked at her. She's got a physique like yours, right? Like she's got a small waist and um and just very voluptuous on the bottom. But it always it it looked natural, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Kardashian butt. It looked like it fit her. Like she was like did that on her own. Either she worked on it or she was born that way. And to find out 
I love it. You know, sometimes girls are like, Shh. Yeah. so this one girl who knows her very well, we were talking about it and she's a beautiful woman. I was just like, man, I was like that body in her. And she, one girl was like, well, I hate to burst your bubble. And I'm like, what? <laughs> but. And I was like, well, either way, she looks great. She was like, she gets fat transfers. Yeah. And she was like, if you ever notice, she's got two little slits like down, like, like up on the top of her, like her buttocks. Mm. And that's where, and I guess she's been doing this for years before this even became super popular. Really? She's been doing it for a long time. Hmm. But girl, I'm telling you what, it looks like her mom gave that to her, not the doctor. So it well, <laughs> sounds like it's a good job. It if you does. guys are looking for a good booty yeah. doctor, then maybe yeah. that's the one we need to hook you up with. But yeah. the cover of, um, of, you know, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit mm-hmm. Edition, we're used to seeing very, lean, um, very like famous, popular supermodels yes. grace the cover for years and years and years. But this year, I mean, they this is their most diverse group ever. For sure. Most definitely. Um, now, they do three covers for the sports. Oh, my goodness. Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Say mm-hmm. that five times fast. Um, and this year, the three cover stars were tennis great uh, Naomi Osaka. Yep. Who it's, it's very interesting because we kind of talked in uh, previous episodes about how you know she's taking a break from social media and from you know just the public in general for yeah. her mental health and it's like doing pressers like she doesn't want right. to do any after game pressers and people are giving her a bunch of crap they're like that comes with the territory of being a professional athlete right yep and she was one of the cover models mm-hmm. on Sports Illustrated now their reasoning they said that the way that she's been very public and open about her mental health is something. Um, you know, to reward her bravery, rather. Uh, the next cover model was Megan the Stallion. Yes. Who's the first rapper to ever appear on the cover of the issue. And then last, and and this one arguably is the most diverse, and that is Lena Bloom, who's the first trans woman to yep. appear in the issue and on the cover. So they've definitely broken a lot of barriers with this. And then... Um, not even just on the cover, Franny, but just the women that we see in this issue. I mean, the, it is the most diverse group. It it's is. not a bunch of stereotypical models. One of them, and, and I just learned this very recently, is this um, gorgeous plus-size model, and her name is Yumi New. And apparently she's the niece of the DJ Steve Aoki. Okay. I had no idea. Yeah, if you're not um, familiar with him, he's a guy who likes to put pies in people's face. He sure is, yeah. <laughs> in fact, if you want to just watch some interesting videos, just Google that guy. Oh, yeah, watch um, his concerts. <laughs> definitely. For sure. Uh, but, I mean, not only that, they have actresses. They have a, a registered nurse. And then, as we talked about, we have uh, Kathy Jacobs, who was the oldest and shortest model. So... I would say I agree with you 100%. I think that social media has brought this like whole new acceptance Mm -hmm. on what is sexy and what is acceptable and what we need to see more of. Because, I mean, like we said, our our bodies, well, with the exception of some of you out there that have maybe put a lot of money into yours, uh, but our bodies are natural and they're our bodies and we should feel beautiful in our skin. And it's so easy to compare yourself and not just women, too. Guys yep. also. And I know sure. some guys that, I mean, if I tried to confront them on it, they would totally deny it. But I, have, I know some guys in my life that are pretty self-conscious that probably wouldn't picture themselves um, on a beach with their shirt off. They're yeah. just not comfortable. But I think that we're starting to see so much more body positivity and just complete change that 
it is completely transforming the modeling industry. For sure. And I mean, to even like, you know, hear things where women say they prefer guys with that dad bod than that chiseled look. I mean, somebody who you would think would be like the epitome, right, of um, just like a god of somebody when you like, and and he got kind of crap from it. Mm -hmm. When he, you see pictures of him on vacation with his family, is like a Tom Brady, right? I mean, he, when you see what his schedule is, what he eats, what he doesn't eat, I mean, he is like the epitome of health. Right. But he's not that six pack chiseled kind of dude. He looks like your regular kind of average guy that maybe you think you look like. But so it, it is. And I feel like when you see stuff like that, it makes you more comfortable in your own skin. I remember it was like 2016. Does Ashley Graham ring a bell? Model the, Ashley Graham. Um, is she a plus size model? She is. Okay. Gorgeous plus size yeah. model. But I think she was the first plus size model to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated, the swimsuit edition. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, she got a lot of crap about it. And um, and then, but there was a lot of positivity too, right? Like right. we need to see more real women like that. Right. Uh, but then you had obviously the haters, which everybody's going to have. But I feel like since then, they've been a little bit more open and they've been doing a lot of these open castings yeah, with I the agree. Sports Illustrated. And that's how this 57-year-old woman... Jacobs, um, Kathy Jacobs ended up getting on there. I believe that she did one of those open castings and I love it. She, you know, she's so confident in herself at 57 years old. Um, I've read five, two, five, three. She's, you know, still nugget. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, listen, old is a new hot. And she said, I am not intimidated by these, you know, these young girls that are around me. She's like, I feel just as sexy in my own skin as, you know, as these people that are around me. So we are starting to take a turn. And I do see that. Um, I even know Victoria's Secret. Like they have changed the way their models look too. uh, 100%. And one girl even went to like social media and she was like saying, she's like, this is how bad it used to be at some points, you know, like she took one of the old bras she wore back in her day of Victoria's Secrets mm-hmm. and she looks thin now. Like yeah. she looks, but this thing like barely even went around her bust Ooh. and because that's how thin she had to be at some point. So okay. she said that like, you know, her agents and that's how it'd be back in the day. Like, don't eat. You need to start doing drugs. Like she claimed it was savage and it, back then. And I I have never experienced something like that where somebody was like, hey, do drugs yeah. to get skinnier. Yeah. But in the experience that I do have mm-hmm. in the modeling industry, I mean, I definitely got some pretty harsh criticism. And if and if it wasn't always directed towards me, I was with an agency for a long time that they were very open and yeah. I would hear other girls being criticized. I mean, and, and in a nasty way. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of these girls are beautiful and they're all there for a reason, you know, and just to hear some of the things that would come out of this like industry. I mean, they would basically tell you you could lick an almond for a snack Jesus. and then show up to perform, you I know, and never. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, for me, yeah, fitness was an easier way to keep eating mm-hmm. and still be modeling because I am not one of these androgynous girls. So yeah. I really appreciate as somebody who's kind of come from that industry Finally seeing some girls with like a little bit of cellulite yes. or a stretch marker too. Yep. And and the things that we can cover up and we do. And it, it's like, but the, it's real. It's right. Exactly. It's, that's what a real woman looks like. And now and it and, you know, I, I know you see it, too. It, it's so funny how many pages on social media, on Instagram are dedicated to right now that um, 
you know, how these influencers make themselves look certain way, but this is really what they look like. Mm -hmm. Like this is, if you pose this way, if you use this different lighting, this is what I look like in this lighting. This yep. is what I look like in that lighting. This is me sitting down and you can see all my cellulite. This is me sitting down in a certain way where my butt looks perfect. Like they 100%. show you the tricks of the trade and it's about lighting. It's about angles. It's about Photoshopping where you can take something that, you know, you may be horrified at looking at yourself and then turn it to something that you're like, man, I look damn good. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and that's the thing, too, is it's yeah. so easy to fall into those like stereotypical. And and I do. I find uh, that one of my girlfriends has kind of turned her her fitness page into it being about the fitness journey, but being a bit more body positive than maybe we were gearing before when it was a lot about uh, posting the supplements and the products mm -hmm. and being certain angles and, and things of that nature, like you said. And now, you know, she does the same thing. She's like, okay, now look at me standing like this. Now look at me yeah. standing like this. And yep. the, I mean, every girl, I mean, as I sit right now and neither one of us are, are big girls, I'd yeah. say we're both in, in good shape, but regardless, anybody who everybody's sitting with me right now. Yeah. Move to the left. Yeah. Move to yeah. the right. Look, I'm showing you, I'm showing you this right here. I'm poking this. I'm sitting. There's a roll right here. Skin. <laughs> That's just like our bodies. And it's so it crazy. Um, you know, the standards that a lot of these models, I'm sure the horror stories that they could share. Oh yeah. Um, just unhealthy, right? Totally unhealthy. Yeah. Uh, but it is cool to see this like shift where, you know, where we're making moves with body confidence and, opening that world up to these professional models and giving more people a chance. I, I, I think it's cool. I totally agree with you. So, you know, we're talking a lot about social media. And one thing that you can do on social media is send us your DMs. So, uh, Megan, we get a few every week. And, you know, they come from people who are listening to Pillow Talk podcast. And, you know, whether it's about relationships, maybe it's about your roommate, maybe it's about your job, whatever it is, you can ask Megan and I, uh, whatever you want. And we will talk about it on Pillow Talk Podcast, hopefully give you some good information and send you on the right path. So who do we have who slipped into our DMs? All right. Well, this week we have a confused mom. Now, uh, I would like to put a little fine print out there. Franny mm -hmm. and I are not parents. Nope. Neither of us have children. Mm -mm. Uh, but we both have friends with children and obviously we've got family with, yes. with, with kids. And so I don't know. I, I don't know that I can give you from motherly advice, but I can give you my best attempt at advice or our best attempt at, at this one, Franny. All right. All right. Let's try it out. Okay. Now, now this is a situation I've almost kind of been in myself. So that'll be kind of where my expertise come from. Okay. Um, now she says, dear Franny and Megan, should my 23 year old, 23-year-old son be paying room and board even though he spends very little time at home and he eats out most of the time. He doesn't do his laundry or help out around the house and his argument is that we shouldn't be taking money from him so he can save up and buy his own place. Okay. Um, now she says, we're middle class people and at times some bills are hard to pay. They have a 20-year-old daughter as well who lives at home and she contributes $100 a week but she makes a little bit more money than he does at work. And now he's kind of laying a guilt trip on mom and dad. And now he's saying, well, maybe she shouldn't have to pay. And there's a lot of... Like the daughter shouldn't have to pay either, right? Right, okay. exactly. And now she says, your advice will help us clarify how our household should run. 
That's, that's a lot of pressure, Mom. It is. It is. Well, first of all, like, he shouldn't be bringing in the daughter. If the daughter decides she wants to contribute that $100 a week, then let her do so, right? Right. It, it doesn't sound like that the mom asked the daughter to contribute. Not from what I'm getting from this email. And, um, you know, believe me, there have been times when I left the house, and I did. As soon as I was 18, and it's not like because I was can't wait to get away from my mom. I adore my mom. She is probably my favorite person in the world. But... I wanted that that experience, that sense of freedom. I'm 18 years old. I can go get my own par- my own apartment. I can right. live on my own, or at least have a roommate. That independence yes, for the first time. Yes, mm-hmm. like feel like an adult and do things on my own. So from that time on, you know, I have you know had my own places. But there have been times where maybe I was a little down and out, and I had to go back to mom's house. And I went there. And when I was back at mom's house, you know, it was we had good times. It was nice to have her make me dinner. I didn't make her do my laundry. I'm not like, Ma, make me meatloaf. I don't know what she's doing in there. (laughs) (laughs) Make me a sandwich. Like, that's not it. We would just hang out like roommates and have a good time. And I did enjoy it. But at the same time, because I knew I was staying at her house. It was mm-hmm. at my house and it was just temporary. I was the same as this daughter. I would contribute. I would ask my mom, what can I do? Can I pick up groceries? Do you want me to help pay for a bill, the cable, electric? Like I always did something. Mm-hmm. And I and I do understand like maybe this guy doesn't have enough money and maybe is he trying to save to buy a condo? It sounds like, you know, if he's not spending much time at home and he's eating out quite often, that could be a lot of money that could be go towards his condo. Right. <laughs> But he doesn't do laundry. He doesn't help. Like, that's the thing. Like, listen, if if that's the case and, and he really is trying to save money and he doesn't earn that much, I would at least, mom, <laughs> I would at least just be like, listen, I know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help you out. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that one day you're going to get on your feet and get in your own place. But... The least you can do is mm-hmm. help me around the house. Help make things a little easier for us here. I agree. Do your laundry. I agree. Pick up after yourself. Now, I was kind of in a similar situation, actually, where uh, I had left, you know, I'd, I'd flown the nest. I had left. I had uh-huh. gone and done my own thing. But a situation happened where I needed to come back home. And my um, my parents were nice enough, uh, my mom, to let me move in with her. Now, the terms of it were she wanted me to be able to save money for my own places soon as I possibly can. So she didn't charge me anything. Yeah. That being said, and I appreciated that because it really did give me the opportunity to put away a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And she's a working class person as well. So it's not like, you know, she had it made. I did contribute like in the ways that you um, that you said, Franny. If, I, if we needed groceries, I picked them up. Yeah. If there was something random that I could pick up, I did that. I was doing my own laundry. I was washing my mm-hmm. own dishes. I was contributing to the household. So I would, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that we agree on this one, Franny. I would say, Mom, you need to sit your son down and just mm-hmm. say, listen, you don't have $100 a month like your sister does. That's fine. I get it. However, your behavior, like Franny said, it sounds like he's never really home and he's eating out all the time. I mean, if he's never really home, where's he at? Is he crashing at friends' houses? Or is he going out? Is he a bar hopper? He's got money somewhere, and it just sounds like yeah. he's not spending it very wisely. So I would start with that conversation. Like, listen, I don't know how much money you're spending out on food, but maybe if you contributed to the groceries, you wouldn't spend so much money eating out. And then I would start making it a requirement. Like, he has to start helping with some type of chores around the house. He has to at least do his own laundry. Um but, you know, if the dynamic doesn't work for you and you can't afford him, then it might be a situation. Listen, you can't afford 100. Maybe you can contribute 50. Yeah. Try to find some, some middle ground. Yeah. Yes. 
Yep, and the the fact that he's laying a guilt trip on you too. I mean, uh, that this boy needs he needs he needs a talking to. I and agree. then he's dragging your daughter in the mix, saying, "Well, she shouldn't have to pay you either." I mean, this is this is a separate situation, right? Yeah. If you don't want to or you can't afford to, then you guys got to deal with your own situation. It kind of also sounds like that maybe there may be a little jealousy there between the daughter too, as well too. Could be, could be absolutely. But yes, this is your home. You pay the mortgage, right? Mm -hmm. Or you own it. You and your husband. I'm not sure if you're, um, you know, a single mom or not, but this is your home. So you make the rules. You put your foot down, mama. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying kick him out on his ass, no. but, you know, you got to tell him this is how things are going to go. A little tough love sometimes mm. really does go a long way. For sure. I mean, absolutely. And I'm sure, listen, there's probably a lot of you out there going, oh, no. I mean, I think I've read, like, you know, the average American now, like, there's, like, a huge percentage of, like, 30-year-olds who, who are living at home. And it's, it, I mean, and now specifically because rentals are insane. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even Ugh. buying a house in this area, it is insane. The it's market crazy. is just crazy. I was trying to find a rental for somebody, a single person, and they were moving from out of state, and they told me what their budget was, and I was like, oh, I was like, I am so sorry, and I know it sucks. Yeah. Five years ago, maybe I could find you a place for $1,000 <laughs> a month, but Palm Beach County right now, that ain't happening in the no. area that you want to live in. Oh, 100%. When I first moved down, yeah. um, the area that I first moved into was Palm Beach Gardens and I was paying just under a thousand dollars for a one one mm -hmm. the very next year that very apartment raised their rent to 1300 and the last that I checked that very one one in the you know that same apartment that I moved into is well over two thousand oh, dollars now and that is insane it people. Hurts. all right so mom if you're listening to that right now and I'm talking about mom that emailed us <laughs> your son may be living with you for a long time <laughs> just don't I mean I guess I don't know necessarily that they live in Florida, but I don't like uh, I know, but he it, might need some more time if he's yes. buying a condo in Palm Beach Gardens. So lay down the law, tell him the rules of the house. It's your home. I hope <laughs> everything works out for you. Listen, you can always send us your DMs, and if you're listening to this, these you know uh, these DMs that we're telling you right now on Pillow Talk podcast with Franny and Megan, and you're listening to them, and you're like, you know what, I've been through the same thing, and I have some advice for mom. Listen, you can always hit us up. Or you can send and ask us your own DMs. That is pillowtalkpodcast.fm on Instagram. Megan, time flies. I mean, it's like literally we blink and Pillow Talk is over. But I thank you so much. You always bring so much to the table. And if they want to check us out, maybe see your pretty face or see our social media, where can they find us? Well, thank you for that intro, Franny. Yes. Um, well, I invite you again. There's many ways you can keep in touch with us. One being the Real Radio podcast, the Pillow Talk podcast. That's realradio921.com slash pillow talk. And um, that's where you can find the article that Franny and I were talking about earlier. You can have your own personality quiz mm -hmm. at home and our social media at pillowtalkpodcast.fm on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Perfect. So once again, we thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with Megan and myself for Pillow Talk Podcast. Listen, we're doing it again. It ain't over. Sounds good. It ain't over. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Same time, same place. I'll see you here maybe next time with like a glass of wine or like a cheeseburger. Sound good? Oh my gosh. Right? That sounds fantastic. Yeah, I feel like we need to bring food into the mix for Agreed. next time. All right. Okay. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> I'm glad we're going to end on that note. I do too. I do too. All right. We will be back next week. That is Pillow Talk Podcast.
podcast, Real Radio 921 and 1017 if you're listening on Saturday and Sunday nights at 10 p.m. or on that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This has been Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Check out our weekly podcast on Real Radio to get the inside scoop on what the girls are really talking about. Okay, fellas, it's time for a cold shower. See you next week. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.